The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto. Good Sunday morning and welcome to Your Life, Your Money. I am Chris Creston. I'm joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. He is one of the top financial advisors in the country and just a great guy to know and a great guy to spend an hour with here on your Sunday morning. Thank you for making us part of yours. Uh, if you need to get a hold of Kelvin at any time, you can give him a call at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. But if you don't want to play all kinds of telephone tag and things like that, there's always another option. Visit askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. And you can click on the schedule a call link and you pick a time and date of your choosing. And you got some time with Kelvin to talk about whatever is happening in your money life, whatever's on your mind, you're worried about your retirement, you're worried about you know, how you're going to save for your kid's education, you're worried about just sort of making ends meet with all these you know, things that we haven't had to think about for so long, inflation, is it a recession, is, you know, looking at high interest rates, trying to figure out what should you do, maybe you're trying to get into the the housing market, you're wondering about your your mortgage. He's not a mortgage guy, but he's a money guy. And he's got all kinds of stuff to talk to you about when it comes to that. And also, you know, a lot of people who have mortgages ready to renew, thinking about what they can do with that. Also, your investments. That's the biggest part of all of this. This is when, you know, your money that you put into the market, whether it's through an RSP or a TFSA, or whether you're uh, playing around doing some stuff on your own, and you need someone who's been there before, who's got decades of experience to help you navigate the waters. This is the time where you need to have a dedicated professional in your corner. And that's why we tell you to don't ask Google, don't ask your friends, don't ask your family, ask Kelvin, ask K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And who's Kelvin? He's the guy on the show. Kelvin, the money guy. How are you doing this Sunday morning? Hey, Chris. Good morning. How's everything? Great. Can't complain. Long yeah. weekend Sunday in the middle of the summer. Can't say uh, <laughs> say anything bad about that. I know. Jeez. I, I, I can't believe we're at the end of July, eh? Like, where the June and July go, man? Holy. <laughs> it's nuts. I think, you know, a lot of us have sort of been really busy, preoccupied with our lives. You know, you, you still see people out doing things, spending money, but there's a little mm-hmm. bit of concern in a lot of people's uh, corners and a lot of people's minds thinking about recession, thinking about inflation, thinking about what do I do with my money in this situation. And I know a lot of people's instinct is to sort of cut and run. And that's something we're going to talk mm-hmm. about here. Is, right. Like, is, is now the time uh, to pull your money and sit on the sidelines and wait until times are better, wait until times are more secure, waiting until things are more predictable. And that's something we'll be covering off this hour as we're talking about your life and your money. Yeah, well, you know, interest rates, as you know, has gone up uh, in the States, to, you know, 1.75%, which is a huge jump, hasn't happened in like 40 years. I think the Bank of Canada, what we read, looks like they might raise it another uh, 50 basis point in September. And I think we're done. We're done with that. You know, people, this is a time where you have to reach out to your advisor, your advisor reaches out to you and have that conversation about how you're doing. 
not so much about the markets, but how are you how are you riding through this recessionary time? We're already in it, I I think. Um, are you you know what are you really worried about? You know, when you have a problem in anything, you talk it out with someone who's impartial, and that's why that's why a financial advisor is really handy in times like this. If you you know call your your advisor and have chats, little conversations to make you feel better, and they, that's their job is to put some common sense into into what we do you know you're right high inflation makes the stock markets very volatile and no and we're in volatile times we started the year kind of nice and then february a lot of things happened the war and so on and then inflation and then interest rates started going up so it makes us worry about what we do right so you know even in turbulent times getting on the sidelines is no place for investors right um, you know, going forward, the markets will get better. Will it happen in three months or six months? I, I don't know, but you know it's going to happen. You know, exiting a rocky um, markets rather than sticking out can often lead to worse results for nervous investors. The temptation, you know, like you said, to cut and run is there, but the markets favor people who stay in. It, you know, our natural responses is to, you know, look at my portfolio and say, oh, my God, it's down from last month. But we really need to look back maybe three to five years ago and have a look and see. And, and you'll you'll notice that you're really not down that much. Um, this month was really a good judge. If you look at July 1st at your statement, you really shouldn't. But if you did and you look at it because <laughs> temptation, right, and you look at it. Today, you're probably higher than where you were July 1st because the market seems to, it seems like, and it feels like it's bottomed out. Nobody knows, but it seems like that, you know. We know that, um, we know that over the long term, you know, selling and running is a very costly proposition. I mean, there's three things people can do. They can sell, take the loss, and you'll never make it back, mm -hmm. right? You could stay put if you have money, put some in. Those are the three options we have when times are like this. So there, you have to be very tactical. You know, I relate money, and not to, to belittle it, but money is really like sports, mm -hmm. right? You have to kind of look at, look at your money like that and be, have very short-term tactical opportunities in this environment that is very volatile. The best approach for investors as always, is be well diversi diversified through all kinds of asset classes and have a long-term horizon to ride out riskier times and, and do really well in the long run. So what does all that mean? Well, it means to stay very balanced. Don't just look at your return, like I always say. Yeah, we look at that because that's what we do. But look at the composition of your money. What, what am I invested in? Right, we know that uh, inflation is bad for stocks, and, and the reason why is because when prices, you know, higher prices for for companies means lower profit margins. They cost them more to do things, shipping and people and all that. So their prices, their margins go down, but eventually it comes back up. So make sure in your portfolio when you look at it, you go deeper, you dig deeper into it, and and things that do well in inflationary times or recessionary times 
are things like consumer staples, you know, energy, like financials, healthcare, because no matter what happens in the economy, we still need to bank. We still need to go to the doctor. We still need uh, technology, things like that. So that's what you really need to do in these kind of times. You know, one way to look at it, and uh, you know, I'm not the money guy, but uh, one way that I would look at it is I think about the things that I'm buying versus the things I'm cutting back on. And the things that I'm still buying for my family are the kinds of things that you pro should probably stay invested in. You know, when you, <clears throat> you think about, like yeah. you said, consumer goods that are sort of... You know, I, you know, I, I think about, uh, you know, what maybe we're not going to be buying high tech, you know, like a, a brand new big screen TV right now. But, you know, people are buying the, the things that they need every single day, the stuff you, that they sell at the grocery store, the drugstore, those kinds of things. Um, and the things that you need to get yourself to and from work. <laughs> a, a yeah, exactly. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, I always say. Whatever you do in your life, make sure you hold those type of companies in your portfolio. You know, investors really dig themselves into a hole when they de-risk their portfolio at a cost, meaning selling now, right? Mm -hmm. And then they fail. And the problem is you fail to reap the benefits when the recovery happens. It always does, right? right? right. It, that's, what the, that's what the problem is. So rather than pull out, uh, rather than pull money out of the market, Investors should use like some type of risk, like some type of risk strategy, depending on you. Everybody's risk is different, right? So depending on your risk tolerance, maybe do some migration or some strategic way. You know, that's the smart investors. That's the secret weapon, actually. It's rejigging your portfolio to make sure that you're doing well. Many people, you know, they our, our goal is to buy low, sell high, and repeat till rich. Mm -hmm. The problem is a lot of us do the opposite because we get our emotions and our feelings involved. And there is the problem, right? right. So then you find yourself you know, buying high, selling low and getting yeah. poor and then repeating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the exact opposite. You're right. So, well, I, and I think this is have, why- you know, an impartial person in your corner, right? Like that's and I why just, an advisor helps you out. And that's what I was just about to say is that that this is where you really need an impartial. And that's why you have a financial advisor. It doesn't matter what the advisor work or what they do, get one because they can get you through turbulent times. They, they can't fix the markets. They can make things better for you, but they can talk to you and really make you feel that we're okay. Times will be better. We're turbulent time now, but it'll be okay. Reduce, you know, maybe look at some of the risk strategy that you have and allocate more money to defensive exposure or, you know, look at things that do well when the markets go down. There's always a buyer and a seller every time, right? So, so every seller has to be a buyer and vice versa. So you have to see what approach really works for you, right? Uh, everything works, but what, what works for Chris? Right. So manage, you know, manage your losses uh, and you'll be fine. Like, don't get too paranoid about what's going on. Remember, the markets are very resilient and they will come back. I was just reading an article that says that the GDP in Canada for the next quarter will rise. About two months ago, they're saying it, it's dead in the water, but now people are coming back to life. You know, the most, Chris, you know, the most common strategy, 
and it's, and it's really powerful is diversification across all classes like equities you know like stocks companies and so on bonds you know regions and currencies after the break we'll we'll talk about some some several strategies that could help you to manage through what we're experiencing now Awesome. Some more advice coming up from Kelvin, the money guy, and strategies on how to navigate the uh, uncertain waters ahead and make sure that you're in the right position when you know, things start recovering, when things are, are doing better. And if you're looking at your retirement, you're looking at your portfolio and you're scratching your head and you're thinking, what did I do here? And, you know, Kelvin uh, mentioned, uh, look at your money like sports. Uh, Tom Brady always said focus on the next down and i think that that's important to focus on the play that's coming ahead and that's what we're talking about here and more advice and strategies coming up as the show continues here on 640 toronto don't forget to reach out to kelvin at 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN visit askkelvin.ca that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n.ca more of your life, your money continuing here on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here with Kelvin the Money Guy. I'm not Kelvin the Money Guy. I'm Chris the Radio Guy. You can visit Kelvin at askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. Or you can give him a ring, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Thank you again for making us part of your Sunday morning. Kelvin, we're talking about you know uncertain times, turbulent times in the market and people who maybe want to sit it out, people who decide, you know what, I want to just sort of pull out and sit on the sidelines. Last segment we were mentioning, that's not really the best uh, solution and you don't put yourself in a very good position when things start to get a little bit more certain. You find yourself sort of doing the opposite of what you really wanted to do and right. then you're playing catch up and playing from behind. What kind of strategies do you think that uh, would help uncertain investors in uncertain times. Yeah. So, so, you know, the stock markets for 2022, I mean, we're off to a terrible start. Actually it started off pretty good, but then February came in the war and, and so on, you know, the S and P, which is a real stat, which is a real measure of the economy is down like 20% when you look in May. Right. But now it's not down 20%. It's gone up a bit. So these are very tricky times. So, you have to really be strategic about what you do now in the next little while before we head into, um, into the fall, right? So most successful investors, you know, wouldn't eliminate systematic risk from their portfolio, even if they could. You know, the only way to completely isolate your portfolio yourself from systematic risk is to fully invest in cash. So take all your money out and keep in cash. But this is a strategy that won't generate returns over the long term, right? And most in, what most investors are looking for. Most people really don't care about or shouldn't care about, you know, two, three weeks or two, three months of their life. But the news and all this financial talk make really worries, right? You know, taking a risk is a necessity when it comes to investments, 
and generating returns. That's really how you should look at it. Remember, there's always opportunities in crisis, and we have to, and we've certainly been in crisis over the last uh, few months. So you really need to take advantage of that. The trick to the trick is to invest intelligently. Do what wealthy people do, right? Take their approach to money. And if you do so, and you treat your portfolio like a business, you, you'll do well. Think about this, Chris, for a second. We, I don't know if you started watching, uh, when you watch TV, you see back to school commercials already, have you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like school is gonna get back to normal how we knew it before. <laughs> so we're buying pencils and crayons and all that Backpacks. stuff for our kids. Yeah. So we're gonna be spending money, even though we're in recessionary times, we still have to buy these things for our kids. Mm -hmm. So maybe we won't buy expensive stuff, we'll buy, we'll have to buy it anyhow, right? And the next thing that happens when we head into the fall is Halloween. Now I heard there's a shortage of chocolate, so I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm a little but... worried about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's gonna get those like candy corns or something. Like no one's yes. gonna get any good chocolates. <laughs> so we're gonna spend money on Halloween. So that's another thing we're gonna spend money on. The the third thing is Thanksgiving, both in the U.S. and Canada, right? Mm -hmm. And then we have Christmas coming. So there's four things that the that the average consumer is going to spend money on and what drives the stock markets consumer spending mm -hmm. so people have money i mean there's some there's more money in the world today than ever before so if you use a little bit of common sense you know and not to panic so much and reach out to your advisor and have a chat with them you'll get through the storm pretty good you know remember the stock market's about six months ahead of you and me so, so look at those kind of things, right? There's a technical, in our business is all these technical terms. I try not to really talk about it too much because truly I don't understand some of the things. But <laughs> you look at, they say there's qual qualitative and quantitative analysis. And that goes a long way, they say, when you, when you invest your money. So we look at things like we talked about in the beginning of the show that does well when the markets go down or interest rates go up or down, right? So look at those kind of things. The key, I, I think, in my opinion, is the asset allocation when you're considering your risk um, and you tailor your investments or design your investments according to you. Risk is you. Risk is not the stock markets. Risk is really you. What are you willing to learn and listen and try and be objective to? And what is your time horizon? If your time horizon for your money is, you know, a year or two, then you maybe don't want to invest money. Maybe you want to sit back and do nothing, right? But when you look at the, you know, they say next month, I think it's August or September, there'll be 8 billion people in the world. Hmm. It's a lot of people. So we have a lot of money. And most people today in North America are older. They're in their late 50s, 60s. And, and many of them are collecting their CPP in old age. Many of them have pensions from years and years ago. So, and guess where the money is invested? In the stock markets. Mm -hmm. So the risk of losing your money is really you. If it goes down, you wanna sell, well, you're gonna take the loss and you'll never make it back, right? So I, so I think you wanna be very strategic. Um, so instead of using the stock markets and saying it's negative, I'm losing all my money, maybe you want to look at your portfolio and say, if I have money outside of TFSA, 
outside an RSP. And I put in 10,000, let's say, and it went down to 8,000. Maybe you want to sell and take the loss on paper and then buy back into the markets if you believe it's going to come back up. Mm -hmm. So in the future, now you have a capital loss that you can write off against a capital gain in the future. Interesting. So that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Be strategic about where you are in, in, in your life. So use things to your advantage. Remember what I said, there's always opportunities in crisis. So speak to your advisor and, and maybe take some action to take advantage of what's happening. And I think there's right? another opportunity to mention that how important it is to have an advisor because some of these things that you talk about, some of these strategies are things that you know the average person knows sort of some of the ins and outs, some of the moves that they can make, what they can do with an mm -hmm. app and see colored lines move in a certain direction. But the strategy on you know, taxation and everything else and insurance and everything else that goes in to these, to, into your investments and into your retirement plan is, it, it's so multi-level, it's so multifaceted. There's so many moving parts that, you know, you're, you're an expert on your own life, right? As you know, the, the right. person, as the investor, you're an expert on what's happening uh, in your family, what's happening in your home and your own profession, whether you're working in construction or you're a lawyer or a teacher or a doctor or whatever mm -hmm. it is that, that you do or a waiter, you're an expert on that, but you can't be an expert on everything. So it's important to have someone like Kelvin in your corner who can help you navigate these waters. If you've been doing this sort of thing on your own for a while, great, you know, kudos. You've, you've had a little bit of fun with it. Maybe you've had a lot of luck with it, but at right. a time like this, it's time to have contact with someone who knows the ins and outs and can play some of the sort of plays that you might not necessarily think about or even know about. Because you know, like we say in so many things, we don't know what we don't know. So it's important yeah, exactly. to have an expert in your corner. And, and you know, you want to match your investment to your risk tolerance. Your risk, Chris, is different than mine and mm -hmm. anybody else this thing. So don't, like we said, don't do what your neighbors does and your friends do. Do what you what you have to do for you. And the most important thing I find is to make sure you review or revisit your portfolio every quarter. You know, as the seasons change, review your money. Mm -hmm. If you take that approach to it, you'll be okay, right? And like you say, you only know what you know, right? And, and you really got to reach out. There's so many things in the financial, in planning your financial life. We, we kind of look at the stock markets and that's all we look at. We don't look at taxation. We don't look at, hey, maybe I should take some money out of my RSP, pay a little bit of tax and put it in my TFSA mm -hmm. and let the growth continue tax-free. Maybe I should start decumulating my RSP today. I don't know. So don't focus just on the stock markets because you can't control that. Focus on what you can control. So you, and you, you know, know you, you put you mentioned, Kelvin, if you've got a, a, a long time horizon ahead of you, uh, investing and pulling out and sitting on cash, you know, hiding it all under the mattress probably isn't a very good idea, especially no. when we're looking at inflation, right? Because yeah, that exactly. cash is losing value. You know, I got some cash sitting in my wallet that's losing value every single day. Well, and that's what people don't see. You know, if you have $100,000 or 10, whatever you may have, and you put it in the, in the bank today and you get your GIC of 1% or 2%, well, that $100,000 is only going to buy you 
maybe $95,000 worth of goods next year. Mm-hmm. But we still see in our statement, we still see it 100000 But what we don't see is the, remember, what cost us 25 cents in 1970 costs $1.86 today. You know, it's interesting. I was talking just for a real life example. And you know, what if you, you think about an industry that was hit hard by the pandemic, you think about the restaurant industry. I was talking right. to a family member who uh, runs a restaurant and telling me some of the costs that he's had to incur now. You know, it's great. They're back to doing business again. They're doing, you know, they're able to serve their customers in this store and everything. And so things you know, look good. And from the outside, we see restaurants packed and we can't get a reservation. Mm-hmm. So we think everything's going well. Well, you know, the supplier that supplies the you know, CO2 for the, the pop fountain has now right. doubled the price for that delivery. So you think about that and you think, well, are they going to double the price for a, for a Coke? Well, yeah. if you start to see prices going up, that's where it's going to, that's, that's how it trickles down to you, right? That's how right. you start to see those costs going up in your life. Yeah. And I, and I think, uh, you know, actually I got clients that tell me they paid more for their, for their, they paid more for their last car than they did for the first house. And that's, we never had to worry about. I mean, this is going back 40 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you look at, uh, most people that they haven't experienced these um, inflationary times and what to do. Now, now I think, in my opinion, I think this we're already in a recession. I mean, I know the people in the U.S. said that we'll probably avoid a recession, and and I think they're right from everything you read and everything you see. But the the problem is price of gas goes up and food mm-hmm. and everything else. And how do I spend my money? What do I do? And I think this is the time where you really truly need your advisor because you can talk out the problems with maybe, you know what, maybe you don't have a problem. Maybe you just need to retool things. Maybe you just need to sit down and chat it out and say, okay, um, let's develop a strategy. If I do lose my job or if, you know, things go up that I can't afford, well, how do I, what do I do? Right. So maybe, maybe do things like that instead of worrying about, you know, I'm going to lose all my money in the markets and things like that, because truly, honestly, you don't unless you purposely want to lose money. So maybe <laughs> after the break, we'll talk about maybe how to optimize your portfolio to take advantage of what's happening today. Awesome. Talking about what you can do to make sure that your portfolio and your investments stay strong as we are navigating some uncertain times here. And you know, talking about sort of the, the changing definition of recession a little bit too. Uh, I ended the last segment with some advice from Tom Brady. I'll end the, uh, this one with advice from Chris Hadfield, the uh, astronaut. He said in his book, uh, Guide to Life, uh, An Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth, he said, you got to use the power of negative thinking. Think about what's going to kill you next. And that's how an astronaut thinks. And I think that that can help us out uh, as well. Think about sort of the pitfalls that are ahead of you and what you could be doing to optimize your financial life moving forward. We'll talk about those things and how to invest and how to optimize your portfolio as your life, your money continues here on 640 Toronto. Don't forget to go Kelvin at 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto.
And thank you for listening to Your Life, Your Money. I am Chris Creston, and I'm joined, as always, by Kelvin, the money guy. You can visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. Or you can give him a call on the phone at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And we've been talking about what you should be doing in these uncertain times, what you should be doing with your investments and with your portfolio. The you know, big takeaway that I've had here is in turbulent times, you shouldn't be sitting on the sidelines. I've learned that lesson in uh, the past by uh, you know seeing the market go down and taking my money and throwing it into a GIC and then seeing it sit and not do anything and not grow. And you know that would be the bad strategy. That would be the wrong way to look at things and the wrong way to handle things. You got to stay invested and navigate the waters as you go. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And, and you know, another thing people do, and I hear this all the time, is that, well, you know, I have my money in these funds or whatever, and I'm not going to move it now or sell it now or change things now because I'll wait till the markets come back. Mm-hmm. Well, what you're missing is you're missing the opportunity cost because what could happen is the stuff that you're sitting in might not recover as fast as some of the other things that might happen when we get into a recovery. Remember, every time we're in a bear market, which we are, and we're coming out of, um, the markets always go up for quite a number of years after a bear market. So if you have some common sense about you, you should be able to do very well in this decade with your money, um, both in the stock markets and, and and a lot of talk over the last, I would say, maybe Chris, uh, two weeks is about mortgages, mortgage rates, things like that, right? Yeah, and I think that that's one of the things that, of course, with the inflation and everything that the central banks are trying to do to counter that inflation, that's where it hits people the most, right? It's on those variable rate mortgages or a line of credit mm-hmm. or anything like that. Right. That's where you're going to see things. And you know, we were talking about one regret that I have, which was putting all my money in a GIC. And then I'm sort of wavering a little bit on my choice to stay variable on my mortgage because you know we had a pretty good uh, rate when I first bought my house. And then right. this, seeing it change all of a sudden, seeing those monthly payments go up. I worry a little bit about about that move, and uh, and so you know, I know we're going to talk a little bit about how to optimize your portfolio, but maybe I can be selfish here and, and chat with you because I'm <laughs> sure that a lot of other people out there listening are in the same boat. Or if you just got into a mortgage right now, it's probably variable too because the fixed rates are pretty high. Yeah, well, interestingly enough, I mean, I like I said, I'm not a mortgage guy. I just I, I look at money as a whole mortgages your debt your insurance your t like all the stuff that we that we do right and i always go back to history and look at statistics to see what has happened it's like like again it's like the sports analogy if i know austin matthews is going to score from the top of the circle well i know to get there so he doesn't shoot the buck right (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) so when i look at mortgage trends from the 70s, because it seems we're going back to the 70s in every conversation we hear on the radio. So when I look at 1970, 71, the, it, it looks like when we start the decade with high rates and we end the decade with low rates. In the 80s, you know, 1980, uh, 81, the mortgage rates were 16%. By the time we hit 89, it was at 10%. 
So even though it's high in today's world, it went down. In the 90s, we started 1990, 1991 at uh, 10%. And we ended in 1998, 99 at 6%. We started the year 2000 at eight and we ended at 209 with five. Right now it's about five, six. So if the trend continues, it tells us that by the time we hit 2028 or whatever, it's probably gonna go back to the three, two and 3%. And I think that's why they say in Canada, always stay variable. You, you'll win in the long run. In the short run, you might lose, but in the long run, you'll win. So maybe things you might wanna do is stretch out the term of your mortgage to, not the term, but the am of your mortgage to maybe 30 years or 35 years to reduce the monthly payment now so that when the rates do drop again, you can, you can go back to normal. Remember, it's all strategies. It's all sitting and thinking outside the box and using your mortgage guy or your financial guy to sort through these things and make sure the math makes sense. So again, variable mortgages in Canada, historically, and I think in my opinion, is still the way to go. So be mindful of those things. And again, don't be fearful. Sit down with someone and have a chat with them and see, see if that happens, if that works for you. And in many cases, it will. So again, hey, you start the decade high. Huh? It's interesting we talk about um, time horizons again, basically, you know, looking at your amortization period and saying, you know, what if the monthly payments seem kind of high right now? Stretch that out a little bit. If you've got that time horizon where you're still working and you're still yeah. planning on it, then you can uh, you can stretch that out a little bit and uh, maybe take it right up to retirement or take it a yeah. little bit a little bit uh, further just to make sure that you, you can sort of weather it. And when those rates go back down, you'll be paying even less. Yeah, exactly. Then, then maybe double up your payment or something. Right. But, but right out the storm, don't just panic and throw your hands up in the air and say, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my house and blah, blah, blah. You're probably not going to. You're probably going to have to sit down with someone and sort out these things and you'll be OK. And put always try and put a positive spin in, you know, in, in what's happening. Like life always gets better down the road, but you have to have a strategic plan for it, both with your, more, with, with your money anyhow. You really got to sit. I've been doing this for a long time. And the one thing that I see with people is they're not very strategic and they're very emotional about, oh, I'm going to sell. Oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to. Well, it's probably the wrong thing to do once your feeling gets involved. Because as soon as your feeling gets involved, you already made the decision. So don't put feelings and emotions when it comes to your money. Use common right, sense you're probably going to be driven by some emotion that isn't sort of as rational as you mm -hmm. would, uh, as you would use right if you if you're being driven by fear then you're probably not going to do the right thing if you're being exactly. if you've got uh if you're being driven by you know your your you know sadness or you're being driven by anything like that you're not going to be doing the right thing if you no. are objective about things you're going to make the right decision and that's why it's so important to have um, you know, someone in your corner like Kelvin, he's the money guy. He's one of the top financial advisors in the country and he can help you out. So if you've got an advisor and you need a second opinion, give Kelvin a call. If you've been going it alone and you need someone to bounce, you know, here's what I've been doing. Does this make any sense? Is there a better strategy? Can I optimize my portfolio? 
416-457-7526. That's the number. That's 416-457-PLAN. The website is askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. And we're going to talk more about how to optimize that portfolio as the show continues here and what you should be doing to make sure that you've got the best opportunity for growth in your portfolio as your life, your money continues here on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto. Thank you for making us part of your Sunday morning. AskKelvin.ca is the website if you want to get a hold of Kelvin the Money Guy. That's ask K E L V I N dot C A. Or you can call him on the phone, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And start chatting with Kelvin about your plan and about what you're worried about, what you're dealing with, what you want to uh, figure out if you're in the right place moving forward as we're exiting a bear market, looking at what's coming up and what's coming ahead for your money. And that's what we're going to be talking about here in this segment is talking about optimizing your portfolio. And I think that that's sort of what it comes down to. You know, earlier mm-hmm. in the show, Kelvin, you talked about you know, the strategies and some people saying, well, you know, I'm just going to stay in whatever I'm invested in right now and ride it out and that'll rise up. But there's probably better ways to do that. You don't want to stop being invested in the market, but you don't necessarily want to be invested in the exact same things. Yeah. So, so, you know, there's a bunch of things to consider first, you know, your risk and return, right? Mm -hmm. You also want to look at, you know, liquidity constraints. Do I need my money? When do I need my money? Um, You know, your income requirements, maybe you're on a fixed income or or I don't know, whatever that may be. So whether the portfolio is being built for uh, pre or post retirement, you, you, you know, you really need to sit and, and, figure that out right once you have established these points you know risk risk and reward and so on then you got to build your your portfolio look at your money in an asset allocation you know framework that will that will deliver those kind of results that you need in the short and the long run so you know remember emotions are still going to play a role when the markets fluctuate up or down but there's many ways to tame that the key i believe is education talk to your advisor you know ensuring that uh, investors making sure that you're that you're invested into portfolios that match your risk right otherwise you'll never be happy with your money right and and then fully understand what the potential is to lose money or make money we as an advisor have to play a very key role here in sitting down with clients and outlining their their considerations, seeing what their goals are. Did the last three months, is that gonna take away from your six to seven year to 10 year planning? And if it doesn't, then don't worry. So getting comfortable with market volatility and understanding risk tolerances will help you reduce the losses over time. Just understanding that the markets will go up and will go down. Yeah, once you know that, you'll be okay, right? 
Do you find, Kelvin, that some people sort of have an idea of their risk tolerance and it changes sort of as the market goes? It's like you really thought getting on that roller coaster was a good idea, but when you're at the top and about to go down, you're thinking, why did I get on here? <laughs> yeah, well, one thing I always say to people is, listen, Chris, I'm going to ask you actually, how, how are you going to feel if you make 7%? I feel good. pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty How are you going to feel if you lose seven? Pretty disappointed. <laughs> right. So that's the emotion and that's the problem we have to deal with. Right. So mm -hmm. once we, we, once we can establish a baseline for you as the investor, well, mm -hmm. now, now we're good to go. We don't have to worry about the markets up and down and fees and all these things that the news tell us about. Right. You know, these are interesting times and that we haven't dealt with in quite a while. And it looks like for the next three months or so, it will still have some headwinds, you know, before things settle down. But you know what? We'll all get through it. But however, the, the outcome depends on what you do now. So don't be one of those should have, could have when you three months now, man, I wish I would have looked at my portfolio and made some changes to take advantage of this recessionary time or not recessionary time. So, so again, don't be the should have, could have guy sit down with your advisor and figure out where you're going to be in the next three to five to 10 years and your life will be good. That's my advice to, to people is, is, is get ready for the rebound. That's all. And I think that that's a, a huge piece of the puzzle. And I think that that's why, you know, we call the show your life, your money. It's thinking about where your life is going to be in three to five to 10 years yes. and then planning your money life out accordingly. And, and that's where, you know, you've said in the past, Kelvin, you know, you live your life forward, but you live your money life backwards. You should see where you want to be in 10 years and make the necessary moves to be there. Exactly. And if you do so, I think we'll all, we'll all live a wonderful life and things will be good and everything will get back to normal, some type of normal anyhow. And our money life will get back to how we want it, but we just got to be a little bit strategic and make some strategy, make some plans for the next little while and we'll be okay. Right. If you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of the you know, the markets the way they are right now, and you want to make sure that you're poised to make as much as you possibly can and you know, not wind up being that shoulda, coulda, woulda guy or gal, and you want to be in the right position and optimize your portfolio, visit askkelvin.ca. You can click on that schedule a call link and book a time and date of your choosing to chat with Kelvin. That's askkelvin.ca. Or you can call him, pick up the phone and give him a ring the old fashioned way. 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Kelvin, thank you so much for making this another great Your Life, Your Money and another great Sunday morning. Yeah, Chris, have a nice day. Take care. You too. And to all our listeners, thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday and stay tuned to 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto.